So this is awesome just to have a full chapel, finally. This is so great and so welcome. Happy Sunday. Um, the gospel today is great, and what it reminded me of is when I was a deacon um, in, in Rome, we did our pilgrimage. We did a retreat to, to the Holy Land, uh, to Jerusalem, and we spent like, I don't know, two, two weeks there. It was during Holy Week, and one thing when you're there in Jerusalem, if you ever go, and if you haven't gone, you have to do it soon because Jesus walked there, and it's awesome. Um, but in Jerusalem, there are tons of shops that are these olive wood stores that sell olive wood, because in the Holy Land, there's a lot of olive trees or bushes. I don't know what they are, but um, they, in these shops, they have tons of little like rosaries and uh, you know, crucifixes and nativity scenes all whittled out of this olive wood. And what, what is so amazing about this is that here is like machines that like carve the olive wood and everything and all of the carved olive wood from the machines is in the front section of the store and then behind like at, in the back of the store are the olive wood statues and everything that are carved from human pe- human beings like people who are artists who carve it um, and so the the olive wood in the beginning in the beginning of the store is actually um, like cheaper and the ones that are made by human beings in the back, um, which are little, there are more blemishes and more um, like fault things in, in the rosaries and in the statues, but they're three times as, as expensive. And so I always found that very interesting, but it makes sense, right? Because like human work, human labor, like means more than like if a machine makes it. And so it should be more expensive. Um, and like we just know that human work is more, there's more dignity to it. There's more. Yeah, you can put more of a price on it. And I'm not saying machines are bad. I'm not saying, like, artificial intelligence is bad because I would never say that because, like, they're listening. Um, so just, they're good. Machines are good, okay? Um, but there is something even better and greater to, like, human work. And so here in the gospel today, we have this scene where Jesus is speaking and preaching very hard words to the people from his own town. And here are the people from his own town. They say in this gospel, isn't this Jesus the son of Joseph? And then actually in the gospel of Matthew, which is the other, this, the other passages in Matthew, it says even further, isn't this Jesus the son of Joseph the carpenter? Like, how can this guy be the Messiah since he was just a carpenter? Like, since he just did, like, that menial work working with wood. Yet, like, he is, like, God came to us as a worker. He came to us as a carpenter. And so at the time, the Jewish people, they thought that Jesus would come, that the Messiah would come as, like, a great warrior to finally free the people of Israel. The Greeks, they thought, like, a Messiah would come as someone who is a complete, like, mystic full of wisdom. And the the Romans, they thought a a sort of Messiah would come as a politician, as a just statesman. But yet God comes to us as a worker. And so it reveals to us the dignity of all work, that, yeah, we are called to work, we are called to study, we are called to do these things as students, um, which actually have dignity to them. And so the word actually in Greek that is, is said, like, isn't Jesus the son of Joseph, isn't this Jesus the son of Joseph, the carpenter? That word carpenter comes from the Greek word tekton. Tecton meaning someone who works with his hands. Um, and so it wasn't just Jesus, like as a little kid, we have that image of him like 
whittling little birds out of wood and putting them on a mantelpiece or whatever, um, that him and Joseph were tectons. They were people who worked with their hands. They were basically masons. And at the time, masons, you, they basically would carry rocks all over, the, all over the place. And historically at the time, right next to Nazareth where, where they lived, there was a town um, that was being built historically. It was being built at that time. And so all the masons, all the tectons from around the area would have been hauling rocks from Nazareth to this new town to have it built. And so you can just imagine Jesus and Joseph just all day hauling rocks, working with wood too, but hauling rocks from Nazareth to this new town. Here is God doing this, doing this, what we would think of as a very menial task, as a very menial job, very menial labor. But because Christ did this, because God in the beginning, in the, in the book of Genesis, he creates, he works, that work is actually dignified. And it's not what we do as work. It's not like whatever, being a doctor, being a lawyer, being a janitor, whatever it might be. It's who is doing the work that matters. That it is the who, not the what. And so my invitation is just really to, especially as, as students, I mean, most of you are students, you are studying all the time, and sometimes it's hard to like just get in the zone and study, but that is your work right now, and God sees so much dignity in it because he looks at you as students, and he sees who you are, not what you are doing. And so recognize there is absolute dignity in work. St. John Paul II, who is soon going to be in that thing. Um, he is a, a great example of this. When he was um, under communist rule as a seminarian, he had to go work in Gdansk, in this northern place in Poland, um, and he had to work in these labor camps. And so this was before he was pope, before he was a saint. He was working these menial jobs with, the Polish, with, with these Polish men around them. And he realized it's not what they're doing that matters. It's the fact that Christ loves them in their work. It's who they are, not what they are doing. And so as Pope, he wrote an incredible encyclical. An encyclical is basically a nice letter by a Pope. Um, and it's called Laborum Exercens. And so look that up online. You can read about it. If like in your heart right now, you're like, I hate my work. To be able to read that and to recognize to whatever work you're doing, no matter what it is, there's dignity in it because Christ worked as well. He labored as well. But the last thing just to know and to, to bring into our hearts, it's not the what at all. It's who. And so if you are thinking, yeah, the work that I'm doing right now, I feel like it doesn't mean anything. I feel like it's really annoying and really suffocating to me that um, that's not your identity. Or, honestly, on the opposite. Like, yeah, my work is awesome. Like, my work is great. I make tons of sweet, sweet cash monies, and it's great. But that is also not your identity either. That Christ sees you. He sees any work that you do that is completely dignified, but that your identity is completely rooted in the fact that you were just adopted by him, loved by him as a son or a daughter.